Bison Moon Group Reach the Moon podcast. My name is Kevin Green Eisen. I wanted to say thank you for tuning in today. I did want to take this quick time here and introduce myself. I am a business owner of a stump removal company called Bison Moon Group and have been operating it now for about a year, year and a half in the city of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. And I do struggle with the business because it is such a seasonal gig up here, but I do well because I get to work the business as much as I want. Sometimes I work one hour a month, sometimes two hours every weekend, and sometimes an actual eight-hour shift. And I do have regular customers, and I even get some loyal customers that call me once a year or refer me on to their best friend and their grandmother. And all of a sudden, before I know it, I've done five stumps from the first job I did uh, years ago. Uh, and what I love about running my own business is years ago, I met this man uh, who actually had one arm. Really nice guy. Him and I still talk from time to time. But when I drove by his house, I had the stump grinder with me. And he was outside of his house with a axe in one hand and trying to hit this tree and chop it down. And I said, I see what you're trying to achieve here, but you don't look like you're winning. I could probably help you. I'll charge you 20 bucks and we'll both go on our day. I helped him. Didn't even take me five minutes. He was so happy at the end of it. We've actually stayed in, in touch. I've probably done eight different jobs that I know this guy has referred me to. And again, with entrepreneurs, I just don't think we all get to get that story but we sometimes throughout the day get that chance to smile and really connect with a customer. And we're all in it for a reason. I think there's a lot of companies out there that are good and honest, but there's a reason why we have chose to do the art or the job or the task. There's a reason behind it or there's a struggle or sometimes there's not even a struggle and they do it because it's easy. But no one ever gets to tell that story. So I created this podcast thing one day after I heard a podcast station I was listening to interview the company Airbnb. And those two guys were talking about how they had that idea. Basically, out of their apartment, they wanted to create this thing. And away it went. But it wasn't a su uh, great success for the first year or two until they realized that they were trying so hard but not going anywhere and now they were in the hole and the, in the interview they talked about what they did and what they didn't do and how they succeeded it was a good interview if you haven't heard of it i will uh, reference it on my website there i would look it up but ideally the idea is that there's a lot of us out there that enjoy having a side hustle and actually do make money I've been stump grinding for years, but with my father uh, in a different province. And when I moved to Edmonton, I saw work everywhere I looked. And I knew that if I went out and started it, I would actually be able to succeed without a whole lot of behind the scenes effort. So I first went and registered a company, found a bookkeeper, found an accountant, and away the ball went. But the problem with my little business is it's seasonal. It's great because I can work it around my schedule 
or whatever it is I'm doing in my family life. And the two of them don't interrupt one another. But it's seasonal. So in the winter, for the most part, I shut it down. I get the chance to go cross-country skiing or hang out with the wife and be happy. But at the same time, I'm an entrepreneur, so it's not like me to ever sit still. So I came up with this idea, and I want other entrepreneurs to explain their story. So if you do know of any entrepreneur out there that is having fun, working hard, it might be a company that makes a few thousand, or it could be a company that makes a few million. If you do know of an entrepreneur that you think would be a great person for me to interview, I do charge for the interview, but I do think you get great value because I want to set the interview up where you can actually reach out to my listeners, my Instagram account, and ask people questions or ask for help. In all my interviews, I do plan to ask a question, how can I help you reach the moon? And in that, that should give you a great opportunity to say, this is where I want to be, and this is how I think somebody could help me get there. Uh, for example, when I started my business, I know I did not want to do books and paperwork, so I hired a bookkeeper. And down the road, everything's working out okay for me. So I know as an entrepreneur, we all have our own story to tell. And I really want this opportunity for people to explain their story. Get their story out that shows their heart. Even if it's a big business, I think sometimes the consumer forgets that there's a one person or a partnership or there's that alone time in a hallway where you had a bad day and sometimes it brings tear to your eyes or you bang your hand on your steering wheel in frustration or you actually have to say, I've been doing this for 20 years and my building just caught on fire and I don't know how to operate anymore. What I th drove to every single day was just caught on fire by fluke or this situation. And now we need to tear it down, all those memories, and build and restart. Or did I give up and started a new venture and this is why I do fire prevention? Whatever the case may be. Entrepreneurs sometimes hit such a low where we're sitting there and just wanting to cry or sitting there and having such a high that you go through your contact list and you're like, uh-oh, I've worked so hard for the last six months. I've worked so hard for the last five years. Who do I call? And sometimes you get that phone call from that advertiser from India or whatever country they're from even if it's from Canada and they found your phone number through the phone book and they don't even know how to pronounce your business name and sir we can help boost your customers and you need to do this on your website but at the same time you don't know if you should trust them I want this podcast program to be where the actual entrepreneur can reach out to me and get their story out. Maybe they need a graphic designer, but don't want to outsource it to one of those internet web-based companies where you don't really know what you get. And you actually want to sit down with somebody that knows how to use Adobe InDesign or Corel and just say, flip this here, move that there. 
I'll pay you $200, but that's all I need you to do for me. So I'm really hoping with this, even if it's just Edmonton-based for now, we can all help one another. There's all, almost a full million people here, never minding the fact that Edmonton is such a hub. Alberta is such a hub for all aspects of the industries that touch the entire world. I grew up in BC and the lower half of BC, uh, the interior and the lower mainland. And I'll be honest, some of the companies that I thought only existed in one town, I had no idea they were a chain of 100 companies, of 200 buildings, that even though they felt personable and were a great service, that they're worldwide. So now that I've moved to Edmonton, I can still use their business or they can send emails back and forth and get the old files from the other location and make my life easier. Or you use a business, but they say, no, sorry, now your logo you used is locked in our computer and we won't share it with anybody else because it's our file, not yours. As an entrepreneur, you never get to tell those stories where I spent $500 and made this wonderful logo and printed all my 4 by 8 signs, but now that business went on to business and they took my logo with them. Or because this business is struggling, I'm struggling. So I had to do a complete 90 degree angle and start doing something else. And I guess for me personally, that's what this podcast is. It's my stump grinding company doing a podcast because it's seasonal. I do hope this is something I can operate year round, actually get out there, sit down with entrepreneurs, give them a, a real chance to tell their story. But I do hope this is something I can take extremely serious and meet a lot of amazing people because I know that there are. Uh, we all do work together, even if we're unaware of it. When one of us is struggling or the whole industry is struggling, it affects everybody. It doesn't matter if you work at Denny's or if you work the pipeline or if you just simply print business cards. Even the fact that there's a business card company in Edmonton that could make you the best cards you would ever want, but via the cost of a new business that you choose to use Print 100 or Vista Print, or, and then you don't know what you're getting, so now if you're not computer savvy. And I also thought, too, with this service, that after I do interview the people, I can really spread their word by using my social media accounts and help somebody that maybe doesn't understand the computer, but they understand sewing, to get their word out. And I always had that problem when it was just me and the stump grinding company is that I don't need an Instagram account. It doesn't exactly tell my story. But at the same time, some of those people out there have Instagram accounts of 5,000 or 2,000 people, but you can't call them up and say, hey, I want you to post an ad about this and get my story out there. So I hope with this service, uh, people can look me up on Facebook or Instagram. Honestly, there's so many different social media accounts out there and real word of mouth and contacts but nobody opens up their contact folder and says, hey, I can help you. Yes, you can go to different uh, 
BBB meetings, Better Business Bureau, or there's also the BNI meetings. But sometimes as a new business or the type of business that you are, you might only be looking for five customers. But your story is important when those five customers hear about it. Or you might be looking at a thousand customers and those BNI meetings or BBBs things or Rotary are amazing for you. So I'm certainly not knocking them down, but sometimes people don't know where you need to be until they hear your story. And then when they hear your story, know where and how they can help you. So with this podcast, I hope entrepreneurs tune in or people that are maybe even looking for work, uh, employees are going to tune into this podcast and say, I just heard from the owner of this business. They sound like a great, wonderful, true-hearted person, and I want to work for them, and I'm going to make sure they get my resume. One night, my wife and I were out for sushi in Edmonton. There's a street called White Avenue with lots of restaurants, and we stumbled upon a business in the basement of this shop, and I Googled them, and they sell their product all over the world. I will hopefully be doing an interview with them and I will explain who they are later. I just don't want to say their business name uh, until I have their okay. But once uh, I found out who they were, I just couldn't believe that out of that little shop, I'd never heard of them, and they are worldwide, just out of that little shop. So it is really cool how, as an entrepreneur, you can do things out of your garage or out of a small commercial space and reach anybody Um, but we never get to hear that story until that person gets to that 50 million dollar mark there was a poster I saw years ago of the Mickey Mouse um, garage the Harley Davidson shop the house that Facebook started in and there was another one but it just shows that we all start from nothing and move up so far. And typically, those one or two baby steps, as a new mother, new parent, those are always the most important. And those are what you try to catch on video or film and share like all those pictures. But as a business, exactly, those are the new important steps. If you can learn how to walk faster, then you learn how to run faster. But if you, no one's helping you or... You know, even if you are a kid that has older brothers, you tend to pick up on things sooner because you want to run with them. You want to pick up things. No, you are your own person. You have your own way of doing business. But you never get to tell your own story unless you're doing something special. And I want people to reach out to me and show their and share their special story. So use my Twitter account. If you got a, an event coming up, then let's hook up and talk about it. If you are running a great business and your business is now supporting a new cause, then let's sit down and talk about that cause instead of talking about your business because it, it, you're passionate about it. I want this podcast to let entrepreneurs and people out there see your heart, see your passion. 
and I do hope everything can succeed. So I guess it's my turn for you guys to see my heart. I am 32 years old. I have three boys and a stepdaughter. I just got married uh, about three, four months ago. And uh, June 24th, there you go. Anyhow, I'm very happy. And I have had more than one occasion of being so happy about a customer and being so happy about a job completion that there is time to celebrate, that you actually go out for dinner or splurge a Dairy Queen and take the family out. And sometimes it, it, it's not even about going out to a restaurant or something. You work hard and you go fishing for a day and you sit cross-legged and fall backwards and look at the, the clouds. Or that time you're sitting there for five hours writing a business plan out on your vacation holiday and you're going, is it really worth it? I'm five hours into this business plan and nobody knows if 10 years down the road this is going to be a good idea or not. And I've had times where I've had a customer leave me for a lot of money and I went left and I went right and there was absolutely no way I could figure out how to collect money from him. But I am out all the costs, all the hours spent away from my kids or family or even just hours away from mountain biking and doing things that I want to do, even if it's woodworking or something simple. Because this guy skipped me for the money, I'm out everything, not just the hours put out on the machine or my time or my body. But and, and I've had times where I find a garden hose on the side of the road attached to a house. Just, hey, can I get a drink of water and stop by a gas station? Because it's been five hours and you've been working hard, mowing a lawn, cutting a tree down. And, you know... I met this other uh, other guy once and I just wanted to do a quick and easy job for him. It was getting late at night and the guy was trapped in his house. He said, son, I, I haven't been out of the house for three years. The yard needs to get done unless I can pick up a phone and get it done. I don't do anything. And as an entrepreneur, that's when sometimes like uh, almost a tear does come down your face and you're like, you know, I am lucky. I am lucky for the fact that I get out there day after day, put faith in anything I got and give it what I got. And at the end of the day, look back at what I did. Sometimes you lose, you really do lose, but sometimes you succeed, smile and try again the other day. Um, I'm very passionate about all my little projects, even if it's volunteering for the Special Olympics or volunteering for a mountain bike club, or I was really young when I did it, but I traveled down to Mexico and helped build a house. There are things that everybody does to volunteer or help the world get along and grow. And as an entrepreneur, that's almost kind of why you're out on your own is because you can, th you think you can provide value to the world, to one person for five minutes, to one person in a relationship for 10 years. 
that's why we choose to be an entrepreneur. And sometimes we always say, hi, how are you? And you get that answer. I'm good. But nobody opens up to people. And as an entrepreneur, sometimes it is lonely. And they never say, okay, I want to design dolls or be a painter. And all of a sudden you realize you're five years into your painting entrepreneurship business. You just finished this mansion of a house all by yourself painting at eight o'clock at night. You're driving home and you're like, well, now what? The job's done for the day. I'm so happy I finish. You might be single and you might go home to an empty house and a fireplace keeping you warm. But there's where being an entrepreneur, people don't actually say what they think and they they know the struggles of the everyday grind. Are your hands sore? Is your back sore? Did the doctor give you bad news or did somebody just die um, in your life and you got to move on? Years ago, of course, it was. Um, Avril Lavigne was doing a concert and she got news about a half an hour, I believe it was, before she went on stage. People think of her as an artist and most definitely she is. But at the same time, they forget that she is a human or that she has a heart. Yes, she gets a chance to show it. And she did the entrepreneurship thing, hid her feelings and her emotions. Even if she did show them, I, I don't recall. And continued on that night with her show. Because we are entrepreneurs, even if you're a realtor or if you are an artist doing artwork, or if you're a singer, even if you're a drummer, you'll have a heart, you have feelings. You might get in a fight with the singer of your band or feel that you got cheated out of a record deal, but you're an entrepreneur in a team. And sometimes a team is a great thing, and sometimes being alone is a great thing. But we each have our story, and it is very cool how, as entrepreneurs, we can support each other if we actually took the time and got to talk to one another. Uh, but in that fast-paced entrepreneurship life, sometimes we only have that half an hour by ourselves in the car, and you're sitting there in a parking lot, and you're like, who do I phone? I had a time where I lived in a apartment and had nowhere to actually do service on a machine I owned. So I used to drive down to a local playground, like outdoor park, and I would open the doors of my truck. It was overlooking a lake. And that's where I would do the oil change on my machine. And I would do a service to it, change all the cutting blades, sharpen my chainsaw. But I tell you, it was perfect. I, I didn't have any kids at that time. And it was so peace and quiet. None of the neighbors were mad at me because I was banging and clanging. And look at the view I had. So sometimes it's the small rewards that really make you smile. I, I am almost kind of lost with what else to say. And I do hope you guys tune in to me. 
make a comment on iTunes or Twitter. The usual, typical podcast, uh, ideally, comments. But I do hope you guys can actually connect with one another instead of just connecting with me. I hope you can connect with one another because as soon as you say you're going out the door and this is what you want to try, we all need to support one another and I wish you the best. So Bison Moon Group, Reach the Moon Podcast, signing out. Thank you guys for tuning in.